You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 222. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is great to be with you today's. And today's episode is all about work ethic or life ethic. But before we get to the topic of the day, boy, my dad worked hard. He's retired now, but he worked really hard. I did a whole episode about how investing is like building a new house a couple of years ago. And I probably mentioned this, but because we're doing a topic today around work ethic, man, this guy had a ton of it. I remember being a little kid and you know he owned a construction company. So he'd get up early in the morning when we went off to school, he'd go off to work, might get home at 5.30 at night, eat dinner, and then head up to the office and start working on quotes for other clients and might be in there till nine or 10 at night and get up the next day and do it all over again. That is some serious work ethic. What kind of work ethic do you have? Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Work ethic or life ethic? And you might be thinking, hey, what in the world is life ethic? And I'm going to get to that. But the reason I came up with this topic is because I read an article titled The Sinister Side of Work Ethic by the Radheads, a website that they have. Look them up. I've never seen them before. But it got me thinking, and I want it to get you thinking as well. And don't get me wrong, I love work ethic. It is so important. I believe God made us to work. And I also believe not enough people in this world have great work ethic. So what is it? What is work ethic anyway? Well, the definition that I looked up on Google said that work ethic is the principle that hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. Is that the way you see work ethic? Is it the one that works the most hours? Is it the one that's first to get to the office and last to leave the office. I remember my old boss years and years ago, you know, we were required to be in the office between the hours of 8.30 and 5.30. But when I left the office at, you know, 5.32 and I crossed paths with my boss, he would often say, oh, Scott, are you taking a half day today? Is working 80 hours a week good work ethic? I mean, we all know that You can be in the office for eight hours a day or working from home for eight hours a day and real easily waste away seven of those eight hours. 
So who has better work ethic? The one who's in the office for eight hours and works eight hours or the one that's in the office for 12 hours and works eight hours? What is your definition of good work ethic? So I think it is hard, constructive work. You know, I watched my dad and my dad had great work ethic. I learned from him. We all learn from our family of origin, what our siblings might do or our parents or grandparents. And we carry some of that with us. And I believe, although maybe some people would disagree, but that I have some pretty good work ethic. I remember when I was 21 years old and me and some buddies drove to Alaska to work the salmon, to work the fish. But we got there and the salmon weren't running yet. So we had a lot of sitting around for almost a month before the work set in where you could work 24, 36 hours at a time and go take a nap and come back and work another 24 hours. But for that month leading up to the salmon running, there were very minimal jobs. So me and one of my buddies said, when we get the opportunity to work during this month, whatever job they might give us, we are going to work our butts off and show them that we have the very best work ethic. And we were tasked to do a job to go into this big ice chest, this just huge room of just a mountain of ice cubes. And our job was to shovel this mountain of ice cubes into these big, huge four by four by four totes. And we did it with passion and we did it screaming and we got it done quicker than anybody has ever gotten it done before. And because of that, We were known as the people at this particular fish cannery that gets the job done, that has the best work ethic. So I believe in work ethic. I believe we need to have it. But let's turn the tables and think about work ethic because a lot of people with great work ethic, and I've fallen in this trap before, they view their good work ethic And feel as though if you work harder and harder and harder and more and more and more, that's what you need to do. That will get you the promotion. That will get you the big raise. That will allow you, of course, to provide for your family. And that's a good thing. But if we're going to work 50 hours, 60, 70, 80 hours a week so we can get that next promotion, so we can make more money, are we leaving anything else behind in the process. I mean, a lot of us work ethic type, we vilify leisure. We think it's a bad thing. If we're up, we should be productive. And unfortunately for some of us, we just keep chasing the next shiny work title or raise. When is it enough? Because there is a cost to work ethic. What are they? How about the burnout of constantly and relentlessly pushing yourself to do more and never actually being satisfied? Because there's always somebody that has a little bit better title, that's making a little bit more money, so you have to be that person. And once you're that person, then there's somebody else that you're chasing. And burnout sets in. And burnout is not good for your family. That's not a burned out family steward is not a good thing. 
What else is the cost of really good work ethic? In the sense that I'm talking about chasing the next shiny title or more money. Well, the toll on your physical health, like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, not having time to exercise or sleep, stress, binge drinking, all of that can happen when our work ethic takes over our lives. And because of that, we're going to introduce a new phrase for you. Maybe it's not new for you, but it was for me when I read this article, and it's called life ethic. How is your life ethic, family steward? And by life ethic, I mean leisure. I mean slowing down. I mean not always chasing the next title or the next raise. I would argue that generally speaking, a lot of Europeans have mastered a different type of ethic, life ethic. Life ethic takes the deferred life plan, that plan where we work really, really hard right now so we can retire later, so we can travel later, so we can take more time off later. Well, life ethic flips that on its head completely because instead of eating on the go, We're going to slow down and leisurely enjoy meals with your loved ones. That's life ethic. Instead of staying in the office for 80 hours a week and having a life coach along the way, instead, we're going to have deep emotional intimacy with your partner, intimate conversations with your partner, with your spouse, with your friends, and with your community. That is life ethic. Guess what else falls under life ethic? Naps. When's the last time you took a nap? For me, I may have taken one so far in 2023. I mean, Americans thought it was nuts when we could work out in the middle of the day during the pandemic. I mean, before that, when did we have to work out? Way in the morning or at night or mostly not at all. But now life ethic tells us when we're tired, we're going to take a nap. But think about it for a second. The opposite of this work ethic, I think, might be life ethic. I think they may be competing forces. So how much life ethic do you need? Because if you think about it, work ethic is about doing. It's about what we do, and what we accomplish. And like I said earlier, there is nothing wrong with that. But life ethic is about being, how we interact with leisure, loved ones, food, the arts, nature, the list goes on. So I'll ask the question again, how much life ethic do you need? Well, I'd argue that it depends. For some of us, Maybe we have to work 50 hours a week because it's the only way that we can get food on the table and pay the bills and stay out of debt. And I admire that. I have been there before, working 60, 70, 80 hours a week because you're working like crazy to dig out of debt or get the bills paid or make ends meet. I admire that. But once we get out of that, 
Now we really need to make a conscious effort about introducing life ethic to our every day. How much? I think it's going to depend. I know this much. Too much life ethic is a bad thing. And too much work ethic can be a bad thing. So how do we build lives where work ethic and life ethic coexist in harmony? So as I stated before, we can see the effects of work ethic in various ways. On the one hand, it's made America the richest country in the world, the biggest economy, the most dominant culture, and the more material and more material wealth than people in many countries could even dream of. On the other hand, however, the culture of work ethic has by some measures made Americans worse off than people in many countries. We are alone among fully developed countries and having no national paid parental leave. We lag behind most of the world in paid vacation. We have the third largest share of people working beyond the age of 65. In a society that celebrates work ethic and pushes people to prioritize their job above family and friends and leisure time, it can be helpful for us to pay more attention to your life, your life ethic. Letting work take a backseat to things you enjoy. It could mean taking more time off to travel, committing to eating meals with the family, even taking a nap when you feel tired. So when we think about life ethic, we think about how that coexists with your retirement. Because after all, this is a financial planning podcast. So are you going to work, 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 work? so that you can do a whole bunch of things later, like retirement, doing vacation in retirement, taking more time off in retirement, buying more things in retirement, or are you gonna look at retirement completely different and maybe take a sabbatical every now and again? Maybe it's just for a day to re-energize, or maybe it's for an entire year. You have to look deep inside of you and make sure you can balance your work ethic and your life ethic so that you can be the absolute best family steward that you can be. How's that? This is all the time that I have today. I hope that everybody has an amazing, amazing uh, weekend, and I will see you all in two weeks. See you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal of Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered financial advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.